This might be the most polarizing topic that really exists in sports. And I do actually seriously mean that as we are going to debate the Baseball Hall of Fame as that is coming up. And we now have potentially the most polarizing and controversial year of this ballot ever because we have the final year of eligibility for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. After this, they're going to have to uh, try their hand with former players and, and all of that in that different committee, which could have a whole other debate whether that'll be good or not. I am Mike Osti. I'll be joined by here, Cody Potenko here of Pittsburgh Baseball Now. And we're going to kind of marry his podcast on Baseball Now and Mike Drop and everything else we put together here on Pittsburgh Sports Live to do a video and audio podcast for you to talk about what we think is going to happen and what we think should happen because those are often two very different things and dive fully into what the baseball writers are going to do and what impact that may have. Because if it goes one way, we could have three or four different debates on how that ceremony will even take place. Cause all of that'll be a major question mark. So I am going to toss the mic over to Cody and let him host the rest of this. Uh, this is just, it's almost an early birthday present to me, honestly, as this actual announcement will come a day before my birthday. So I, I just love this. I'm definitely a baseball hall of fame nerd. I cannot deny that. So I'm happy to, to do this and be able to talk about this and, and see where this goes. And we honestly could recap it as well. This is before the announcement, of course. So Cody, I don't know if you're as excited as I am, because maybe this is a bit <laughs> weird to be this excited about this, but this is that this is really a year to have they're even more focused than normal. This is it. This is the last year eligibility for those two. And of course, there, there are others that could could get in the Hall of Fame right now. We already seen early early ballots with David Ortiz getting all these votes, and there's yeah. some hypocrisy that, that's involved in all of this as well. And we've even bit. had a year where nobody <laughs> got in. So if Scott Rowland doesn't get a bump and everyone who has a steroid allegation somehow drops enough, we could have a weirdness of nobody getting in. That actually has happened in the in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I don't know if I'm as excited as you because you seem extremely, <laughs> extremely excited for this. But, you know, there's a lot of, you know, factors that go into this, man. You know, ESPN dropping that documentary on Barry Bonds after the gold glove ceremony uh, kind of. Uh, I, I don't know if it's their push to get Barry into the Hall of Fame or not, because we know he's an extremely polarizing figure. Sure. Um, but it definitely is something that. People the 30 have been for talking. 30 on the 99, 98 season was recent as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it, it's definitely getting people talking. And I think that's what ESPN ultimately wanted and sure. what the baseball world wants. Um, whether or not Barry gets in, I don't think it takes away from the accolades that he actually achieved. Right. But it, it, it would be a nice cherry on top of everything just to have him in the Hall of Fame. I, I mean, if everyone's read the story I've written recently on Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, I wrote an opinion piece for Pittsburgh Baseball Now stating, yep. just let the man in. <laughs> let him in. And, and I'm kind of at the point to where, and we talked about this off air, Mike, um, it's all or nothing. Let all the steroid era guys that are on the ballot in or not. Yeah. There, there's no in-between. You can't pick or choose because ultimately this comes down to I know there's that character clause in there, and, and I think that's a little bit of BS in my. That is opinion. a difference, though, of the other Hall of Fames, because that does get brought up. But there is a, they do have a characters clause. The other Hall of Fames do not. 
So if you're actually going to follow the entire script that is presented and some of our colleagues who have votes have actually showed this, you are supposed to follow the character's clause. Yeah. So that does exist. It does exist. You're absolutely right. But there are a ton of guys in the Hall of Fame that we can talk about that wouldn't necessarily meet the good guy clause. Right. It is not the Hall of Good Guys. <laughs> and, and you know, I wrote about that. I said, this isn't a Hall of Fame for Saints. This is a Hall of Fame for baseball. This is right. on the field product. Should and be. <laughs> it, it should be. It absolutely should be. And when you talk about Barry Bonds, you can't you Maybe I should rephrase this. You can't mention Major League Baseball without mentioning Barry Lamar Bonds. You just can't. The guy did incredible things. And I know steroids were involved, but it was the steroid era. So a lot of guys were taking steroids. So why didn't they put up the same numbers Barry did? It, you know, that that's where things come sure. into play. And I, I know there are other guys like Clemens that are on the ballot, Sammy Sosa, but let, let's be real, man. This is all about Barry Bonds when it comes down to it. It's his last year to get in. And is he going to get in? Right. And I, I kind of wanted, you know, your opinion on that, man. It, yeah. Does Barry get in for you? And do you want Barry in? Okay. I don't think Barry gets in. But it is much more touch and go this year than it would even have been last year. And they started late 30s in terms of percentages, Barry and Clemens. And I guess the only thing that I would debate with you a little bit is this is mostly about Barry. He's a position player, played every day. But him and Clemens are also hand in hand. I I don't think it would be reasonable. And I don't think we're going to see a scenario where Barry gets in and Clemens does not. They are different by about a percentage and a half. So it's not a 0% chance that could occur. Barry is bumped ahead of Clemens in that. If if they drop four or 5% from what normally occurs when you see the public balloting versus the actual end result, that could actually, and I thought about this before we started doing the show, what a wild scenario would that be if Barry gets in and Clemens does not? Because Clemens would get there on, they're both in the same situation of of last year eligibility. Clemens would then be dealing with the the veterans committee, et cetera. That would be a bit, that would be a bit crazy because he's basically the the, the pitcher counterpart to what Barry is as a position player. But yeah. in all reality, yeah, this is about the two of them. They are certainly a cut above the rest of all the, the players with that steroid cloud. I don't think they're going to get in, though, because – and this happens every year. You can see all these articles, and if you search – if you do a Google search, and, and, and you know, I was trying to help your analytics there in Pittsburgh Baseball now, get yours up there as well. But you, it's the way people headline things where you see, okay – Barry and Clemens are leaning towards or they're leading the charge to get in the Hall of Fame now. And you see another one with the exact same factual data. And this is not an opinion if they should get in. These are articles about if they think they're going to get in, where it it leans towards, well, they're going to, Barry and Clemens, well, they're going to just be shy or it's their last year, the last goal of it, those type of headlines. You have to also look at what's going to happen with, in all reality, the ballots that are not yet released that we don't know as we're recording this right now are over 50% of the ballots. Yeah. It's still the majority of the ballots. We don't know at this time, we do know more of them than we normally know. And in the last three or four years, we know more than what we normally have known prior to that. A lot of people are willing now to put their votes out there, but again, the majority are still not putting their votes out there. And we've seen some fucky, funky things. We've seen Dan Lebetard try to sell his vote to Deadspin and then lose his vote. We've seen three people, 
three human beings not vote for Ken Griffey Jr. And then they had to legitimize that that lack of vote by actually saying that they knew he was going to get in and they didn't want to waste a vote on him because they had others who, like Bonds, Clemens, maybe these steroid players they had to give votes to. So it ends up in this entire almost mental gymnastics on who you're going to vote, when you're going to give them a vote, how many votes you're going to give them. We've seen colleagues say, well, I don't want to vote for a steroid player their first ballot, but maybe I'll give it to the sixth ballot for A-Rod and the eighth ballot for this guy. It, it's, yeah. it's, you know, I, it's like a mind-blowing scenario trying to trying to get your mind yeah. wrapped around all, all this mental gymnastics here. I do think they're going to fall short and just shy. I will say, though, Cody, I think they're going to get in in the Veterans Committee. I, I think okay. I think there is more former player respect than the than obviously the the voters because a lot of the ones that have released their vote a lot of what we know and I believe right now before the announcement I think we have about forty four percent of the vote that we we know and Bonds mm-hmm. and Clemens are around seventy eight to seventy seven percent which would get them in and that's better than they were last year but it's barely you're gonna drop the the, yeah. the votes that we don't know now are very likely the older voters who don't want to release those ballots, who send them in way late because they intentionally want to screw over the apple card here. The people that have put their votes in, the majority of them might be younger or they're doing the thing, which we have seen now, which is bumped bonds over to 70, over 75, where they intentionally were making these guys wait to basically embarrass them and send a message, but now would put them in now because it's the last year of eligibility. And they also feel like the veterans committee would put them in. So all of that exists, but I do think there's just normally with a player like a Scott Rowland, 70% last year. Okay. We've seen so many votes now, but normally you get a bump when you, you get more ballots released. Normally players that are close get a bump with these steroid players. We've seen bonds and Clemens, drop in percentage once you get the remaining yeah. the remaining ballots released so i have no reason to believe they would not drop in percentage again and unfortunately for them there is no wiggle room if, if you drop in if you drop three percent you're at 75 if you drop four percent you're below it if you're bonds and if you drop three percent for clemens you're now below 75 yeah. so and they're not as you know they're not bumping anything if, the, if this man finishes no. at four at 74.7, he's not getting in. So, there's no rounds up. Yeah, there's no rounding up. There's no, you know, there's no last year. We'll give you a bump here. So I don't think they're going to get in. In terms of should they get in, I do think they should get in at this point. Um, I will say that I'm, and I told you this as well, I am an all or nothing guy. So my annoyance is we are leaning to where Bonds and Clemens are in all reality. The only people of this steroid conversation, certainly for this year, that even have a chance to get in outside of maybe David Ortiz, which is a conversation we'll get to here in a moment. But the Sammy Sosa's, yeah. the Mark McGuire's, the, the Manny Ramirez's, the Rafael Palmeiro's, there's, there's no shot. And they're likely never going to get in. We'll see what happens in the veteran committee. For me, that still lends there to be hypocrisy. I totally, there's no one out there. I don't think even the starchest critic of Bonds is going to say that Sammy Sosa could even, you know, come close to him. Obviously what Bonds did is well higher than Sosa. But if you look at resumes, Sammy Sosa did something that Bonds never did. Sammy Sosa has three career 60 home run seasons. Bonds, who has the single season record, has one. He only had 49 the year before, which is his second highest total of his whole career, which does go to the argument that steroids helped enhance him to get those records. You look at Rafael Romero, that's pure consistent play at first base, 500 homers, 3,000 hits, 
these are old school benchmarks that if there was no cloud, it'd be slam dunk first ballot. He would have been in years ago. He basically was a more consistent, better defensive uh, Jim Tomei like kind of player. So mm. Manny Ramirez, 500 homers, all the hits. He was World Series MVP, not David Ortiz when they broke the curse. He has multiple rings as well. You could argue, despite Manny being Manny, he at least was trying to play defense. David Ortiz is the D8. So you could certainly argue that Manny was the best player on those Red Sox teams as a position player, not David Ortiz. And Manny also arguably might have been the best overall player when he was young on the Cleveland teams that won two pennants with Tomei prior to that. And he's not getting yeah, votes. It's arguable. And, yeah. Yeah. And then you look at A-Rod, he's getting 40 some percent. So maybe that's better than when Bonds was first on the ballot. David Ortiz getting over 80 right now, probably going to get in. Cause even if you drop, I don't think you'll drop that far to be below 75. Now, while that's hypocritical, you know, his resume says it for me, I wouldn't mind these guys getting in because it, it is a museum. It is a hall of fame. You are, you do want to tell the story. You can't tell the story without them. I will say for anyone who's not been there, they do have artifacts of bonds. Like it is a museum, but there's a level that just talks about records and things like that. So it's not like even if Bonds would never get in as a player with a plaque, he, he is in there. His bat is in there. They have gloves from these guys. They do have jerseys and things in there. They mm -hmm. also do have behind the glass. There's kind of a little area cast to the side that is called the steroid era. They do have that in there. They do have magazine covers from 98. They do have those things in there. So there is some representation but I also, I'm an all or nothing guy. And what I would do though, I, I would do this. And I know Barry Bonds wouldn't want this. And I know that this would <laughs> cause some awkwardness on the stage because they do make this more of a parade than maybe even other Hall of Fames. Yeah. I would want him in, but I would not want to cloud over, for lack of a better pun here, based on this conversation, the story <laughs> of Barry Bonds. Because for me, he's one of the greatest players of all time. You certainly could argue the greatest ever. That would have been the case regardless of any suspected steroid use. However, I'm also not naive to the fact that I don't think he would have set the single season or all-time home run record if nothing was going on. He gained 100 pounds of muscle. He never had those single season numbers prior. A lot of home runs with Pittsburgh was 35, 42, and then all of a sudden we're seeing 73. That's not a normal bump off of, you know, that's not velocity. There's no analytics that are going to bump your 40 home runs. So that's or hat little, sizes or hat right, sizes. Or hat size. hat unless, size. unless he had the disease of Andre the Giant, you shouldn't be gaining your hat size no. in, in, that, in that level. <laughs> so I do think it certainly helped him. It is unfortunate yeah. that if he never did any of that, he probably would have finished still with 600 plus. We would be, you know, he'd be celebrated maybe as the best ever. So I would put it on the plaque. I, I would have no problem. And I would be fair to Bonds. I wouldn't say proven. You know, you would do the whole thing of 86 to 92 National League Pittsburgh, 93 to 2007 National League San Francisco, great all around player, two MVPs with the Pirates, the 40 40 season, all of that. Go to the, go, you know, became an even greater legend, more of a power slugger, single season all time, seven MVPs. Mention all of it on the plaque. And then I would have no problem with mentioning on there. But there is a wide suspicion between this chunk of time. It may have been enhanced by steroids. It is corroborated by his trainer serving time in prison off of yeah. this. And there is an HGH test that he tested positive for in 03, which was prior to the actual testing of Major League Baseball, never by steroids. And you could even add on, because this is a long plaque, but his, his defenders dispute the fact, uh, dispute this because he never served a suspension and never was proven. I want it all on there to tell the true story, but I do want them in.
I, I think the the only thing I'd add to that plaque is Sid Bream was out. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Bonds <laughs> would also really probably hate that being on there even more than the steroid conversation. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get that that jet to fly over. Maybe somebody will do that who used to fly over PNC Park when he would come back. Maybe someone will fly over there with Sid. With, with a nice throw, Barry. Little banner. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, I, I kind of want to turn the conversation a little more towards, you know, we talked about the hypocrisy um, involved, um, particularly with David Ortiz. Um, as as we all know, David Ortiz, uh, very likable player uh, in the media and with the fans. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, you know, his antics and the way he talked and th- there was something about David Ortiz that you kind of gravitated towards. Now you look at guys like Barry who were kind of, I guess you could say arrogant, whatever word you want to use for Barry yeah, on rash. the bad side, it was probably true. Right. <laughs> so when you see guys like David Ortiz getting all these votes as of now, what is he at? 80%, maybe a little higher. I believe 83 at the 44% of votes that we know now. So Barry's at 78 at last year. David Ortiz first year of eligibility is at, at 83. And in contrast, A-Rod Mm-hmm. A better overall player, hands down, 40, yes. I think, one or two percent. So David Ortiz is doubling his percent total. Yeah. Also, and, in me, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no argument with there. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk about guys like David Ortiz who have been suspected of steroids, has been suspended, things of that sort, and Barry, who's never been suspended, nothing right. like that, just kind of an asshole. Pretty much not getting the same. Yeah. Who's not getting the same recognition. So is it this character clause in quotes that everyone's using to just keep Barry out? Or do you think there's some sort of underlying factor with all of this? Well, I don't think anyone can be naive. And this goes even beyond just the baseball hall of fame, which clearly is the most polarizing debate what we're talking about here. And I think has become the, the greatest mess of all the major hall of fames to this point. But it's not just a Baseball Hall of Fame issue. These are human beings. Personal (laughs) opinions are there. Terrell Owens had to wait three years. He's basically the Barry Bonds of receivers. Look at those numbers. It's top three in every category. He didn't even have any steroid suspicion. There's no no legal (laughs) resume to look up. Barry Bonds was was accused of domestic violence at one point. That's character clause. Character clause doesn't exist in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's There's no domestic violence accusation. There's no steroid accusation. There's nothing. He, there's not even an accusation that he cheated on his girlfriend at the time from T.O. It's almost a miracle he doesn't have any of this. None of that exists for T.O. What exists, he's not nice. He did sit-ups in his driveway. Some teammates didn't like him. He maybe was locker room cancer at times. You look at the numbers. And they made him wait three years. And he was so aggravated that he had his own ceremony somewhere else other than Chattanooga. <laughs> yeah, in Chattanooga to celebrate it. And he is still talking about it if you actually listen yep. to his podcast. He is not over it at all. But Cody, here's the hypocrisy of that. And this is what really got in his craw. And I actually know this because he listened to a podcast of mine and then we DM'd about him. Randy Moss, who obviously a Hall of Famer, legendary, revolutionary player. He has a personal life that there is a whole scandal going back to his upbringing in West Virginia. He admitted that he took plays off with the Raiders where he intentionally didn't care because they were so bad. He's had his own issues. He's mooning fans, uh, metaphorically speaking. First ballot Hall of Famer. Why is that? Probably to what you said. 
Randy's on ESPN every Sunday doing impressions, cracking jokes. Everyone yeah. loves them. And there have yeah. been rumors that T.O. has basically uncovered that said that he believed Teddy Bruschi and others who were colleagues basically called some of the voters and said, let's get Randy first ballot. Nobody's helping T.O. out because they hate him for yep. whatever reason. He, he's polarized. They don't like him. He had to wait three. Randy Moss gets in on the first. That makes no sense. If you would have made no. Randy wait three years like T.O., I at least understand. But to get at him in right away, I'm confused. So, yeah, there's hypocrisy there. There's personal feelings there. You even look at somebody who is not necessarily involved in the steroid cloud, but has kind of been grouped into them based on comments he said and kind of his personal life being well-tainted, and that's Kirk Schilling. He actually, unlike Barry and Clements, who are getting more percentage before we actually get to the, the full release, they're actually growing in percentage in their final year. Kirk Schilling is significantly dropping in votes. I believe he's 10% yeah. less than where he even was at this point before. And last year, he was very close to getting in which you would figure would eventually get him in because he has more than one or two years left. But he last year came out in the midst of everything else that he said in the world and said he wants off the ballot. He doesn't want to go in. So now there have been some voters that have come out publicly and said that because of that, they voted for him before, but now they're not going to vote for him. And they didn't vote for him because if you don't want in my club, I'm not going to put you there. So now he's losing votes. What he did on the field has not changed at all. All that's happened is he's made some comments. He's, wear, he's wearing a T-shirt. He's voting one way politically. But yet he's losing votes. He's gaining votes. That doesn't make sense. And then, no. of course, Alex Rodriguez, yes, he was suspended. He lost a year and a half. But if you add that year and a half back in, he might have put Barry Bonds on notice for the all-time home run record. I mean, he was, he was getting a chance of that for a while. Finishes yeah. at 696. I think it's pretty clear he would have got over 700, certainly, if he didn't miss that time. He, at the time, was very, very vehemently arguing. He actually went on numerous shows there in New York that, hey, I did steroids with Texas, but I didn't do steroids here, like, which is the craziest thing. <laughs> so he got his MVPs with Texas where he admitted steroid use eventually after lying. And then he claims he didn't do them there, but he served a suspension and he did have the positive tests. So he's at 40-some percent, but David Ortiz, who, let's face it, a skinny guy in the Twins organization that couldn't do anything with his glove that was randomly trying to make a team all of a sudden becomes this phenom, this postseason hero who is that fun-loving Big Poppy guy. Your nickname is Big Poppy. He's on TV, national TV, as a broadcaster, as an analyst, and he can't really even speak clearly. It's because he's kind of this fun-loving guy, and that's yeah. fine, but that has to factor into the, the, these vote percentages because if you're going to say that you don't want any steroid players in, I understand that. That can be your, your vote as a character's clause, but then it doesn't make sense to put David Ortiz in because he's certainly yeah. been suspected. If you want to say that you only vote steroid players in on their final year of eligibility, because some have said that to make them wait and get them embarrassed, that's fine. But David Ortiz is on his first year of eligibility. And then if you want to vote David Ortiz, but you don't want to vote A-Rod, that makes no sense as well. Because as you know, A-Rod could legitimately argue a Hall of Famer on two positions. If he just played shortstop and cut it off base. then, he's one of the best ever. Third base, what he did there, one of the best ever. Has the 40-42, did it when he was skinny. Overall player, there's no way to argue David Ortiz is better than A-Rod. They both have steroid clouds all over them. Yeah. 80-some percent versus 40-some first year for both. I, I just ridiculous. don't get it unless it's off personality. 
No, it, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. And and it, the whole character clause thing, I just keep coming back to because it, yeah, it's there. Pardon my, it's bullshit, man. It really <laughs> is. Yeah, it, there's no need for it whatsoever, and you want to be different from the other leagues. Yet you look at leagues like the NFL, the NBA, even the NHL. You could argue are doing significantly better than Major League Baseball in terms of better watchability, but better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. NHL, maybe you could argue because that league is run. That's very political. And, yeah, <laughs> if you're from Canada, <laughs> you're going to get some votes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you take the two major sports, at least, and NBA and the NFL, and yeah. they are light years ahead in terms of everything. But baseball stuck in the dark ages, it seems like. And, and there's no there's no question as to why your fans are 40 plus years old and you're not getting new uh, right. fans to come and watch the game because right. you are still stuck in this old man rule stuff like let the dudes in yeah just let them in and move on from this huge stain that you have on your league you the cloud's to... never going to go away as long as you have no. those players on this ballot and they're going to there's going to be several that are going to be there for a while the whole song and dance with barry and clemens we're going to be doing it for the next nine years with a rod clearly because they're going to yeah. hold a lot more against him than, than david ortiz even though he's also in media and kind of trying to improve his image. I think he's become more likable after his career than when he was playing, honestly, just as a person, yeah. but that hasn't yeah. seemingly helped him with votes. Uh, who knows? He does have more, he does have a better vote total than Barry Bonds did in his first year. That may be the only thing you could argue that might be positive for him. Bonds yeah. was in the late thirties, A-Rod's early forties, you know, infield wise versus overall player. They're kind of the same. So that maybe is something that could be a positive the only thing I guess I'll ask you here as maybe a pushback to that, I guess what the old writers would say and what the Baseball Hall of Fame would probably say to you, certainly other Hall of Fames have maybe allowed more in and they've been more willing to bend in recent years after having a log jam in the past. It certainly existed in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Basketball Hall of Fame has been mightily criticized with kind of being too lax, where basically mm. if you made 10 All-Star appearances, regardless of anything else, you're getting in. And of course, mm. these Hall of Fames, they're not all just about the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, which I think people don't get. Why that is, is because you have the Basketball Hall of Fame is not even just pro basketball. That goes to your no, success yeah. in college, international play, and the NBA. So that's mm. why a guy like Carmelo Anthony is a slam dunk first ballot, obviously top 10 all time in points. He'd be there anyway in the NBA. but Especially if he's wearing his hoodie. Yeah, especially if he's if he's hoodie mellow. But that but you get that where it, the, the players are raving about him even maybe more than if he would have just he would get in, but it wouldn't be this love because you go to the national championship at Syracuse, you go to three gold medals, that really beefs up the resume. Yeah. But you do have a lot of players. A lot of players like Dwight Howard's gonna get in, and people have been hating on him for years when you look at that resume. There were a lot of people that do believe the basketball hall of fame, for example, lets too many people in. Even the football hall of fame has become that now where they're getting double classes. Five, six guys are going in in a year to get rid of log jams. The hockey hall of fame still has their issues, but open it up a little bit. And I'm sure that they would say they want the baseball hall of fame to be more selective and to be the most hallowed hall of fame. That's a phrase they use and it's the hardest to get into. Yeah. So I, I get. I mean, any any thoughts on that? That they want it to be harder to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame than it is 
for the basketball hall of fame or other hall of fames. No, no, I, I get that point. And, and there is some merit to that thought. You know, you, you do want to be selective. You don't want to just choose uh, a random guy who maybe had a good two, three year run. I get it. Yeah. Like Harold Baines. That was the right. conversation when he eventually got in with the veterans community. Is that really a hall of fame career? Or is that hall of very good? Yeah. Hall of very good. I would say uh, in my opinion, but he's in the same, he's in the same hallway with Ty Cobb, Joe DiMaggio, Griffey. Right. I mean, he's in that same Mickey Mantle. He's in that yeah. same room. They don't do a ranking of an all-time rank in there. It's the same. It's <laughs> maybe the same area. They should do a show. They maybe on should that, do that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, really but made. but no, you could you could even argue. You know, you want to be selective and you want to have uh, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame be the hardest to get into in all the major sports. Right. Well, then you can still say guys like Barry Bonds deserve oh, well, to sure. be in there. <laughs> sure. You know. Right. It, it, Right. And like, I, I keep harping on that because you can't mention baseball right. without Barry Bonds. It, it's impossible. And it's a story. You go through the Hall of Fame. I'm sure there are plenty of stories you read. And when you read, there's a chapter with Barry Bonds in it, Mark McGuire in it, and guys of that steroid era. You just can't do it, you know? And, and it seems so simple to say, but kind of you got to take the kiss method man keep it simple stupid and right. quit going over all these although they're doing different... it i, mean, I know they are they I almost know. are getting it done they're they're i mean if he doesn't get on they're they're if you look on montages when they do those images of these great players and they have these images of, of a willie mays next to this outfielder or a more calm like next to mike trout they don't put barry bonds in any of that it, it, it is yeah. almost like he has been he is ignored because they feel like he he broke some records unjustly, and you look at LMB Network, you look at even go there. He has his bat there, but if you look at posters, they have posters. You go to, he's not in any of that. He's not. He's he he is nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he's 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 basically a black mark on everything that they're trying to they're trying to move on, trying to get rid of his they name completely. It feels like, yeah, and you know. Whatever happens with the Veterans Committee, if he doesn't make it in, that's for another day, another topic. But it's his last year, man. He's suffered enough. Let the guy in. <laughs> like, do you think he would I'm handle so it maturely? Do you, do you think he'd go up on stage and be like, I should have been in earlier, screw you? Or do you think he's going to give a regular speech and we can have a regular weekend without police being needing to be there? Because there's also <laughs> been some former Hall of Famer or some Hall of Famers that have been very vocal that he shouldn't be in. Yeah. Will they be able, can they coexist? Can Barry Bonds and Mike Smith, who has said they doesn't want steroid players in, can they have a meal together? Because they're going to be asked to do so. I mean, how is this going to go, I guess? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you got to hire a pretty damn good PR team to, to figure out what to do there. Um, you know, and that, that is a big part of everything. Can everyone coexist during yeah. the ceremonies? And if you're asking for my honest opinion, I think Barry Bonds will be the typical a-hole that he is when he gets on that stage. <laughs> I don't think there's any question to that. I think he'll come yeah. out with the shades on and uh, <laughs> him looking uh, rather skinnier than his playing he days. He does look skinnier now. Uh, yeah. Safe... <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I think he will say that I should have been in five, six years ago. Right. <clears throat> and that's that. And then you move on from that. Man. But, <laughs> He's calling out some voters. Is he going to be like Bob? Yeah, I'm sure I he will. You. I'm sure he'll call out <laughs> like, guys like Ron Cook and all, all the other guys around, right. you know, yeah. it, it's 
it is what it is at this point, you know, whether he gets in or not, it is what it is. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's all based just on opinions. Oh yeah. Um, and, and it's just whose opinion that matters. And, and you look at voters who strictly just vote for one player. Like we saw the Jeff Kent vote, what, for three straight years, just Jeff yeah. Kent, or, you know, it's like leaving a penny tip to a waitress. It, it, it's just, it's a man. I, I don't, you're better not doing it at all. Appreciate... Yeah, you're better not tipping or not voting at all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It. It. I. I, I don't know. What. What are your thoughts on things like that, man? When you got guys voting for just one specific player, kind of filling an agenda to get some clout. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that's what it seems like. Like clout chasing to me. It, it's either clout chasing or it's just being a jerk. Uh, I mean, really, it's either a personal vendetta, it's being a dick, or or it's clout chasing, because there are some older voters that are keeping these guys out for the most part that are not really active on Twitter that just are sticking it to them. And I don't know if it's personal. I don't know if it's the character's clause. I don't know if they believe maybe numbers were enhanced, and certainly some could argue that more than others. You know, bringing up Mark McGuire, a great player, an MVP-type player early on, but there's absolutely a, an argument to be said that it was basically home run or strikeout. Didn't even have 2000 career hits at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you could certainly, and even so, so you could argue that steroids are more impactful for some than others. So maybe that's what's going on here with these differential of vote percentage, but I feel like there gotta be something here to stop this from happening again. And we already got to the last year for bonds and Clemens. So they've already been successful in this. You could even have a conspiracy theory, Cody, that if you recall, once they once they both retired, which was oddly around the same time, they both got on the ballot. At that time is when they literally changed the dynamic because it used to be you had 15 years to get these mm-hmm. votes on the ballot. This yeah. is only their ninth. They or they have been on nine. This would be their tenth year right now. If they don't get it this year, they'd be off. They changed it from 15 to 10, basically like right away. They were like, we're gonna try, like I'm surprised they didn't whittle down to five. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're, they try to do whatever they could to make this harder to get in than yeah. humanly possible, basically. So that has to be part of this. But you should, I mean, some of the votes are so crazy and obviously it's an opinion. So I guess it would be hard to say your opinion is wrong. So we're going to take your vote away, even though you worked in media for 50 years and did this, this and this. Yeah, I guess no, you get no, into that ball of wax. Like, how would you run this? But yeah. I feel like if somebody is if somebody is voting for Jeff Kent, who, you know, is a borderline guy, it's not like it's a loot. There's been worse votes out there. He did win an MVP <laughs> as a teammate of Bonds and was an infielder. You look at his home run total as a second baseman. Not bad. I could no. maybe see a vote for him. But if you're just voting for him and nobody else, there got to be a way to lose lose your vote here. They just got to be. I mean, yeah. you, you got to be. There got to be. You have. You should also, I think, to fix this, you should have to be active in some capacity to keep these votes. There are people that have been retired for years. They're just voting. They're still chucking votes in and somehow keeping their press packs off. They cover one game a year and then then allow to keep voting. Yeah. Obviously that's a farce. So there gotta be some limit. Maybe it even, you know, maybe it should even be like some field for Congress where there should just be a time, a, a max time period that, okay, mm-hmm. you reach a level of media, you reach a level of this, you get a vote, but you have a vote for 20 years. After that, you no longer have a vote. We thank you for your service. You're just done voting. You're, like not, even, you're not insulting yeah. them. You're just, you just are done. You voted for a very long period of time. That's a cycle of a generation. You're likely 70 at that point. Go yeah. to the beach. Stop stressing about this. You're done voting. 
It's an honorable discharge. Right. <laughs> Honorably discharge them from this duty of this, yeah. this mental mess that you're dealing with. And you figure they, I mean, bond and cloud be over 10. You'd be done. You could screw them over all you want. It'd be a whole nother cycle. If that person got a vote today, they could get all these different generations in. So I think mm-hmm. that maybe would fix it a little bit is at least create a, a blocker and a maximum time served as a voter, mm. certainly far less time than what we're seeing now with the amount of years people are voting. Are we going to see service time manipulation with voters too? We, I'm sure <laughs> we would probably see, there would be, they would find a way to, to do, I mean, there would be some manipulation of something. Somebody, <laughs> we, we would see something going on here. Somebody would be disputing these votes here. Uh, I'm sure Schilling is going to be one of those who would be disputing these votes here just as a guess. I'm sure he feels like the, the, these votes weren't exactly fair. Maybe some dead people were voting in his eyes. Right. <laughs> they, 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 they got to I don't know. I guess there's really no way to fully fix this. And it might be telling with Bond and Clemens either off them being in or just being off the ballot, because at this time next year, they're not going to be on this ballot. Whether they get in yeah. or they don't get in, they're off the ballot. They're going to be a whole nother mess of a veterans committee. So maybe then we'll be able to have a more reasonable situation where clearly the two guys that are the most hated, but also the best of that steroid bunch are off the ballot. So maybe then the voters can, who knows, maybe after, if they would get in, you will see a big spike for, for Manny Ramirez. All of a sudden he'll go from 30 some to 70. I mean, maybe you'll see that I'm pessimistic. Maybe that'll, if you figure if it opens up the door for those two, it should open up the doors for the others, but Will we get into a sane situation? And it also screws over others because, I mean, these if these guys were going to get in, they would have been in years ago. So now this takes away votes for guys like a Scott Rowland or Todd Helton or guys that are borderline but have legit resumes that are not getting enough votes, maybe what they should have got. A guy like Fred McGriff finished seven home runs shy of 500 as a gold glove first baseman in the steroid era without any suspicion at all on great teams throughout his career. Yeah, he, he can't get votes because if you wanted to vote all the steroid guys in years ago, you had to. That's your ten votes. You don't have any yeah. more room, so it hurts actually others, not just the steroid guys. Do you think maybe we could fix issues like that with giving guys more votes on a ballot? Yeah, I think. Do you that, think I that think, fixes? I think that. Let's put you this way. That should fix the issue. And if that doesn't fix the issue, then it's clearly just a personal problem. That obviously wouldn't fix the guys that are just voting Jeff Kennan by himself. But if you give them a, a, an unlimited number of votes, yeah. and I think the only reason why they don't want to do this is you obviously don't want to have a ceremony with 13 people going in. It would be an 18-hour-long thing that would spread across two days with what they do. That's not feasibly possible for TV or travel or anybody there. They don't want to do that. And if you yeah. have the 75% bar, what are you going to do? Say, well, you got 80%, but we can't fit you in on the weekend. So we're not going <laughs> to give you a plaque or we're not going to celebrate yeah. you at all. That would create that issue. I think you do have to, you don't, you don't want to water it down too much. But yeah, I, if you had that situation and guys didn't want to vote for steroid guys, but other guys did wanted to vote for them, obviously that would have, Griffey would have got 100% because they wouldn't have to worry about, you know, giving away votes. A lot of these guys would have got in. A lot of these guys would get more votes. And then maybe the other steroid guys, maybe some steroid guys would have got in in the past. Maybe, maybe the other lesser than Bond steroid guys would have got more votes. It would allow more room for somebody to say, I can vote for all of these people or none of them. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen quite a few no votes. We have um, seen ballots with no votes, which, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's just, I mean, 
It's extremely ridiculous. I mean, it's it's less ridiculous than just the Jeff Kent vote we keep talking about, but it's still ridiculous on yeah, uh, just a, a different level. Yeah. Like I'm I'm in the Pro Football Writers. At some point, if I keep this up, and I have some votes now, I could get a a, a Pro Football Hall of Fame vote. To vote for no one, or vote for one person, when you know others are more e- even deserving. Yeah, that really is a is a, is a slap in the face of the whole system. That is insulting to others who are trying to get votes. I mean, that that really is a. It's funny. There's nothing we can do about it. I mean, I mean, people like Schilling are going to wear a Clark Griswold T-shirt when they're talking about it on shows. I mean, because you got to just have levity with all this, or you just would become a lunatic. But right. it at the end of the day, it is really insulting and disrespectful yeah. to younger members of media like us to others that didn't get a vote despite working in media for years that were borderline and they didn't get passed and they didn't get their vote. You know, I'm sure they're, I didn't get a vote. But you're voting for no one. Why do you want to vote then? Give it to me. Right. Like, right. <laughs> right. I mean, you could be like Martin Levitard and get a dead spin on your side here and maybe get yeah. some votes. You, you never know, man. Um, but you know, one thing I did want to talk about, I kind of want to stray away from the steroid era type, Sure. guys the guys we've been talking about the whole time are there guys on this ballot that you think are deserving of hall of fame recognition but aren't really being talked about just because of all this craziness well i think scott Rowland should be in number one mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna i think he's gonna get in though so i can't say he's not being talked about he's getting percentages that i think will eventually put him in you could argue he's one of the more underrated players the last 20 plus years when you look at what he did defensively people do forget baseball it's offense and defense it's not just your stats in baseball reference you know you they do keep defensive numbers but it's hard to i I admittedly it's hard to equate those it it really is you got to be a mathematician to really understand a defensive number situation really but you also can watch and kind of knows what people are doing the gold gloves matter they give away those awards so I think he's very underrated as an overall player. There's offensive numbers, but the defense number is an overall player. It, it certainly gives him candidacy. I think guys that are getting screwed in votes, and I mentioned Fred McGriff, who historically I think has maybe the, been the most screwed over ever. When you yeah. look at his overall numbers, the guy's barely cracking 50%. Uh, that's just insane. And maybe that's part of not having enough votes. That's an historic thing, though. But as of now, Todd Helton, I, I don't get how Larry Todd was Wong- my guy. Well, Larry Walker gets in. He eventually gets in with Jeter during the whole COVID year. Mm-hmm. And not to say he wasn't deserving. You look at that batting average over his, over his whole career. That, I mean, to be hitting 330 in these myriad of seasons and to have that career batting average. I mean, going to Bonds again, despite everything he accomplished as a great player, even the steroid years, his career batting average is below 300. It's a 298. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. including a 370 year. So to finish mm-hmm. your career with a batting average of like 320 or 330 is stupidly ridiculous. But yeah. that, and there's power <laughs> there. So yeah, he, he, he got in and he deserved to be in. But if you're going to put him in and say, we don't care about Colorado and the, and the, the balls there and the juice balls and the altitude, and that's fine for his numbers, then I'm not sure what you're holding against Todd Helton with a very similar spread. And he's getting like 40 some percent and barely, he's certainly not getting in this year. So no. I, I don't know how that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think he's maybe an underrated player that is not being looked at enough, but I, I think, I do think Scott Rowland is going to get in this year. I think he might get a bump of the votes that we don't know and get, close oh, okay. especially yeah. because 
if I had to predict right now and who's going to get in based on what I'm seeing, I think David Ortiz is going to get in, even though it's hypocritical. I don't see how you drop that much of a percentage situation when you have, (laughs) when you're that high currently, I think he's going to get in. And then I think Scott Rowland's going to get in with him. And I think that'll be it. Two man, two man hall of fame. Which is what they like anyway. I don't think they want a four or five man hall of fame. And if you're putting Bonds or Clemens in, and then Schilling's dropping further down, but he was close last year. That would be a five-man group. You have the guys from the COVID year. I mean, that mm-hmm. as much as I was exaggerating, that then that is a 10-hour ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a long <laughs> night. So <laughs> on, on that yeah. hill, it's 100 degrees. In, in, in There's going to be a lot of coffee needed uh, for right. these writers to stay awake, for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, one of the last things I wanted to touch on was not a lot of people are talking about Sammy Sosa in this, yeah. I guess, little circle. And, and I think it, it has some merit to it. I, I, I don't know. I, I personally don't think Sammy Sosa is deserving okay. of Hall of Fame for me. Uh, yeah, he's getting around 20 some percent. I mean, it's yeah, close to induction. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you what what's his percentage at at the moment. Um, but I could look that up here. I just really don't feel like Sammy Sosa is one of those guys that deserves to be in the hall just because of all of the things that circled around him. And, and in my opinion, I just don't think he had any of those clutch moments that some of okay. these guys like Bonds, like Clemens have had. Right. Uh, in the past, you know, when he would hit a home run, it seemed like they were either down eight to two or up <sighs> eight to two, you know, so it kind of like right. just stack on the numbers. I, I, I don't know. What, what, where are you with that, actually? See, Sammy Sosa, to me, definitely had a career that was inflated by steroid use, if not even a cork bat, because maybe that bat was cork before we eventually found out that bat was probably cork. was yeah. right. So it, it more so than bonds for sure, but I can't be hypocritical to my earlier opinion. I, I do prefer it to be all or nothing. You look at the resumes. It's hard to ignore three sixty home run seasons. Again, bonds, McGuire, Griffey didn't have one, even though he had two fifty. That's just hard to wrap your mind around. That 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 is that's that's Babe Ruth stuff in the steroid era. So your your comment of well, how come nobody else did this with those numbers during the same era if they're all taking steroids? Well, Bonds and these guys are taking steroids. So is Sosa, and Sosa's hitting. You know, despite all the strikeouts, which were canceling out at bats, he's hitting sixty three times. And then you look yeah. at another fifty home run season. You got to give it to him there. He also won the MVP in the ninety eight season. That summer, that that, that summer of, of baseball's renaissance and re- retooling. Yeah. McGuire didn't get the MVP. Sosa did because they got in the playoffs, whereas the Cardinals were a bad team all year round. And the one moment I could point to when you were talking, if I had to point to a Sosa moment. Probably the home run that he hit in the 2003 postseason. He did have a bit, that wasn't his best year. He had better years in the 90s and prior to that, but he had a big moment in that postseason run where they, they, they lose out and you have the Bartman play. He was still yeah. an integral player there. I believe he had 40 some home runs that year still. So maybe that's his moment. Maybe winning the end, maybe winning the MVP in the year that McGuire broke the record is a big deal. They, if, yeah. if you win the MVP in a year that somebody breaks that record, a single season record, that's a big deal. Maybe that's it for him. And if you're going to talk about moments, I mean, let's face it, there's a lot, there's guys in this Hall of Fame now that I can't really think of a moment, despite stacking the numbers. 
That's is there a Jim Tomei moment? I mean, you look at the 600 home runs, great slugger on great teams, yeah. despite not winning a ring, it wasn't his fault. But I don't know if there's, there's no game winning Homer. I mean, yeah. Griffey had the moment in the nineties, but then it was 11 years of, of no moments. Yeah. So there, there are guys that are similar. I, if we weren't talking about steroids, he would be into. That's also, I guess, my my answer. He, if there was no cloud of people hating steroids, they would have voted him in years ago. Yeah. And I think if you're going to compare McGuire and Sosa, I would say Sosa had a better is was better than McGuire when they both were on steroids. I guess I can agree with that. Overall. I can agree with that. Yeah, um, maybe see, McGuire. Yeah was hurt more than that because he didn't play as long as some of the others. I mean, funny enough, and obviously this guy isn't going to get in. If you look at Maguire, Sosa, and Jose Canseco overall in their career, maybe even with Jose. Maguire, <laughs> you can yeah. make an argument Jose is a better player than any, than any than those three. He had a 40-40 season. He was I would a guy say Jose's who was, better. Yeah, he was better than Maguire at that time as the Bash Brother, and then he – I mean, he was whistleblowing and it didn't go anywhere. And at the end of his career, even before he whistleblew, just he he had five or six years at the end where he did nothing. So yeah. that's part of it. But the there was a time where he was better than McGuire. But yeah. I would rather it be all or nothing. And honestly, I think the, the more egregious than, than Sosa is Manny Ramirez. I don't. I think Manny Ramirez. Oh, Manny for sure. Yeah. I don't know how Manny's not not getting. And I know again, he he tested positive. He had the suspension. Some of these guys, you know, it's hard to feel bad. I guess. I guess last thing I'll say, as much as I would prefer some to be in and could understand others and the votes wouldn't go the way I would have voted for even separate steroid guys, like I would put Schilling in, to be honest with you. If you, yeah. I don't, I, th- I really don't think you can tell this, you're going to the story again. You know, mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything he says, whether it be politically or personally. I, I could argue based on some comments that maybe he's a racist, which obviously I don't support. But in terms of moments, in terms of baseball history, the bloody sock moments, one of the most iconic moments of the last 30 years. Oh, yeah. He was one of the he, no was a, he was a people give Randy Johnson all the credit for the 01 Diamondbacks ring. He was co-world series MVP. He didn't have it on his own. He was co-MVP with Kirk Schilling, who was mm-hmm. the starter. Randy came in, in the bullpen in, in those big moments in that in that series. And yeah, Kurt never won a Cy Young, but he played in an era with all these great Hall of Famers. I think you agree with me that wins are kind of overrated a little bit for a pitcher, even though that's low yeah, for Schilling. There's a lot of outlying factors with So wins, I would man. put Schilling in and also and if you're gonna put you, you put Mike Mussina in, but not Kurt Schilling, they're the same guy. They both are like the same, or they never were the best pitcher. They were three and four for their whole career. They had mm-hmm. some great moments, they had some great numbers, the ERA's around the same. They didn't win 300 games. Mussina never won a ring. Kurt Schilling has multiple. I don't see how that makes any freaking sense of putting one in and, and the other guy can't even get 60% on the ballot. He doesn't even have steroid cloud. It's just you don't like him personally. So yeah. all of that, yeah, all of that does suck. But it's hard to feel bad, though. I'm not even sure if I would feel bad for Bonds or any of these guys that they don't get in. Rafael Palmero. Nobody forced him to go to Congress in a federal case and wave his finger and look like a clown. That's his own fault. He has yeah. a Hall of Fame resume, but I didn't force him to do that. Nobody yeah. told Sammy Sosa when you're already taking steroids in the first place and you already got this Hall of Fame resume to then cork your bat. I mean, that's really unnecessary to yeah. then cork your bat. That's his own fault. I mean, again, that's his own fault. Nobody Broke told Mark. Yeah, nobody <laughs> told Mark, yeah, unless it's the bat's fault. 
Nobody told Mark McGuire to lie all these years, despite in a video standing in front of steroids in your locker. Like we can see the video. I don't know what you're lying about. I'm looking right at it right there. If you didn't take those steroids, then who did in here? Because somebody has them. They're right That's in my trainer. Yeah, somebody. So, and even it's not even bond. It's not even our fault that Barry Bonds. I, you know, that he's been lying all these years. A-Rod, the, and maybe this is why A-Rod's getting a better percentage total than Bonds. At the end of the day, eventually, he did come out and say, okay, you got me. I was lying all these years. And he actually kind of articulated this. He I was lying all these years. I understand I had to face some punishment. I do believe that I'm a Hall of Famer. I think it helped me here. It didn't help me here. Like, he, he really went, like, nuts to think, like, what his career would have been and all of this different – if Bonds would have done that, maybe that would have actually helped his case because people do like when you admit you're wrong. I think a lot of these voters, maybe, and, and I even kind of feel this a little bit, when you have conversations about Bonds and they say, well, yeah, he never tested positive, it's like, uh, we're not an idiot. You're insulting oh, our no. intelligence a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Right. Yeah. Like, so Bonds to go up there and say, because he, he would sometimes say after games, even after 07 when he broke Aaron's record, well, if your closet's clean, you can't come and try to clean mine. When they would ask him if his record's tainted at all. What the hell does that mean? Like, I know no one's perfect, <laughs> but I didn't set the all-time home run record. So we're not talking to me. I'm not up yeah. there. No one's asking me any questions here. Yeah. That doesn't, you're not saying you didn't do anything. Like if he, he needs to pick a side. It almost needs to be like the OJ Simpson thing where he needs to say, I never took steroids. You're wrong. Or I did. This is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. But the whole thing of like dancing around it, I refuse to answer it. I'm sure he won't talk about it all weekend if it's asked, because it will be asked if he gets elected. Um, you know, all of that or, or no, the record's not tainted, but he won't say that he never took steroids. They then ask him point blank. Well, if the record's not tainted, did you not take steroids? He says, well, I don't want to talk now. I'm no comment. Why would it be no comment if he never did anything? So right. it's almost he's either trolling us just to be a jerk, which is possible, yeah. or He's lying. So it's hard to feel bad because I feel like some of these guys have dug their graves a little bit in how they're handling these situations here. When Kurt Schilling goes out there and says, I don't want to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, obviously, that's not going to help you get votes, bro. That's not going to help you out. <laughs> like you were so close. You just had to shut up for one year. I think he was going to get in and he just couldn't yeah. do it. He, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he couldn't do it. So it's hard to feel too bad. Well, I mean, maybe the writers invested in his gaming company and it fell through and they just got pissed <laughs> out. We, we, we're not sure. We're, we're right. not sure when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, it's going to be crazy, man. And and you said your birthday is what, Wednesday? My birthday is the 26th. Yeah. So it is the okay. day after the, the dust day will after. settle and then it'll be my birthday. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. it's going to be a crazy pre-birthday party uh, <laughs> going on for you, I'm sure. Right. Um, a lot of people will be glued to their phones and everyone's yeah. going to see if this is it, if this is it. And I, I don't know, I guess the last comment I want to make is, you know, the commissioner at the time during the, the home run race, the steroid sure. era. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> He knew what was going on. Yeah. Baseball needed ratings. Right. Hey, guys, I know you're on steroids. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, can you hit some bombs for me? Right. So that way we could get a whole race going on here. And that's cool and all. But, like, when you shun them afterwards, it's kind of like a soldier coming home and no one's supporting them in a way, in my opinion. Yeah. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Bud Seelig's in. I 
that's not a little bit biased, is it? <laughs> Bud Seelig, I mean, yeah, Bud Seelig's in the whole thing. Yeah. You know, so that, there, there's a lot of underlying factors, as I mentioned in the beginning, man. So it, it is what it is at the end of the day. Hall of Fame's the Hall of Fame, but it's just going to be forever covered in that cloud unless the guys get in or unless they can figure something out. I, I don't know. Even, I mean, even if they don't, I think it also, there's some, you know, there's personal obligation. If, if whether they get in or they don't, people should be able to have it on their own to take their kid to Cooperstown. And I think it should be on the plaque, but even if it's not on the plaque, there should be some culpability to, oh, yeah. if, if your kid, if you go to the hall of fame and your kid looking at this and says, well, I know he was really good, clearly on these numbers. I never watched him play. You know, how do you possibly go from hitting 40 home runs every year to all of a sudden hitting 30 more in 365 days? That doesn't seem to make sense, Daddy. And then, you know, you might want to say, well, unfortunately, son, he may have possibly taken some steroids that might have helped some balls go over the fence where that maybe would have been a fly ball. You know, you might want to go into that. Maybe you don't. But I mean, you got to leave it, I guess, to the person a little bit. We all got Google even. I mean, we didn't grow up watching Willie Mays, but we can we can Google and look into what he did. So there's you still should be able to figure things out on your own. But yeah, it's hard to just ignore a whole era of baseball, which you basically are ignoring. But this is this this will be something i mean and and these and bonds is already in the giants hall of fame so you have these guys represented in different hall of fames uh, some of these guys i'm not even sure what hat they'd wear like i mean <laughs> you get in a whole <laughs> you, you get in you get in different i mean we'll do the greg maddox where he has no cap on which is just ludicrous like there's no hat there there's no logo i mean yeah. so those things so the baseball hall the baseball hall of fame just gets in these weirdness of different politics and they let players pick things and taking money to like nolan ryan wearing the rangers hat he only pitched there for five years and he wasn't even really good at the end because he he punched robin ventura and got one that's of his the no whole hitters. thing <laughs> so that's how he's a ranger but he also yeah. pitched for 20 years earlier with the astros angels and won a world series with the mets no one cares about any of that so somehow he got a t on his hat like they can't even get that part of it right on, on who's the logo for crying out loud. So we will see. Um, yeah, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm just curious of what the atmosphere would be like. Would it be like when Bonds came to Pittsburgh again, giving Kutch his silver slugger award type right. deal? Or will it be like throwing tomatoes, like the old school play days where people are just like throwing tomatoes at the stage? I wonder how they even do it, you know, order wise, because you have to do the ceremony still for Jeter and Walker. Obviously, they love Jeter, who got in right away first ballot. You know, you obviously could argue Bonds is better all all time overall player, but I'd imagine they would probably still say that Jeter's the headline guy and they would probably still have the post to be a little bit bigger that I'm sure will annoy Bonds. And then is he going to get there and be upset about that? Or, or <laughs> do you have Clemens and Bonds go back to back or do you want to separate that? Because that could be an hour and a half of just complaining. Like, how do you organize this? I feel like would be a whole nother meeting of what to do, where the poster goes. What do you say? Do you, do you add it on the plaque? Because then if you do, which I think you should, you're going to have to have, imagine this position. There's going to be a person that if you do that, is going to have to read a plaque Mm -hmm. with Bond standing next to him for like a half hour. 
And because it seems like it goes on for days and it's not a yeah. small paragraph there. That's going to be awkward because Barnes isn't going to be down with that. He's probably then going to go on stage and criticize you and the whole plaque and say, I don't even want this on the plaque. He might, they might go up there, you don't know, you might pull a shit. They might go up there and say, you know what? I just wanted this to prove a point, but now I don't even want in. Don't even put me in. Like they're going to reject <laughs> the invitation on the stage. It's live. Gonna... It's live. It's not a recorded thing. So I don't. I mean, maybe they're doing it as a, as a recorded thing. The baseball Hall of Fame is treated a little differently than the others. I was just recently covering all those Steelers that got in for in Canton, and and that was an experience. But this is even more. I've been there for this too. There's so. I mean, this is. There's so much to think about for this. Is somebody going to want to do it elsewhere? Is Barnes going to do it in San Fran instead of going to Cooperstown? How will he be received by all those other Hall of Famers? Because that is certainly a polarizing thing. And then if you open up the door for steroid players and you have professional teams in Vegas and people making money off of gambling as their entire career, that's a, yeah, how do you put Bonds in yeah. and not put beat. Pete Rose in? If you're going to yeah. say we got to put Bonds in because of the museum, he's the all-time home run record holder. Pete Rose is the yeah. all-time hits king. You look at that resume, all the all-star appearances, he was a great player at multiple positions. The resume is there. There's no way to ignore Pete Rose as a Hall of Famer. He's banned. He's not getting in. He couldn't even get in with the Veterans Committee. And we certainly learned things about his personal life and that are even worse than gambling that also are going to keep him out. That does hurt him on a character's clause. But if you ignore it for one, how do you not, how do you hold it against the other? And I don't know, maybe he was playing harder because he's betting on games, whereas Barry Bonds might've had his stats increased. Maybe that wasn't a total fair resume. So I, I don't know how that is handled. And then if you put Pete Rose in, you got, I feel like to be fair, you got to unban Shoeless Joe Jackson and put him in because he oh, hit. Yeah, you would have he, to. He hit freaking 375 in a World Series. People saying he threw. Imagine if he tried. What would, what, what would he be doing? Hitting 600. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're saying that he was not, that they, the people are still arguing this. He got banned for it, that he was throwing a World Series. Look up the numbers. He hit 375 in the 1919 World Series that he apparently threw. Uh, so, and that's the middle of his career, but the numbers were there. I, it's a it's a whole can of worms that I do think because of all of that they're going to prefer the Clemens and Bonds fall just shy and are dealt with with the Veterans Committee, which will then be a, be a different mess. But I, I I don't think I don't think the Hall of Fame itself wants them in. I, I I don't think they do. It's just too much. If they don't get in, you don't have to have any of these meetings about where anyone goes or what the dinner is like or the poster or what do we do now with the band players they'll just keep on keeping on as baseball loves to do if barry gets in i think a great pr move would be a picture of him in a pirate's uniform because he kind of looks like what he did as a pirate now right yeah he did (laughs) see i wasn't big this is how i've been the whole time baby like and then do the pirate and then do the pirates do anything i mean if he would get in right they welcome him back again to have a whole nother ceremony and then Mm -hmm. how is that received because obviously it's a polarizing debate with him in general but there are a lot of pittsburgh fans that don't like him yeah separate from steroids and that's very possible he is booed during that ceremony which I'm sure Barry Bonds would then voice his displeasure to the Pirates after that, as he did last time, which would then get in a whole nother mess where you don't see him for 20 years. So I feel like there's no possible way to make everyone happy and to avoid something being crazy. Someone's going to get pissed. Yeah, someone's going to get pissed. Who's going to get pissed is the question. (laughs) And how mad will they be? And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it's just a whole. 
daddy long legs of, of things and questions and all that. And, and more this year than others, which is why this, you know, I want to do this show this year because last year you could always say, well, there's one more year. I'll, I'll you know, yeah. I'll kick the can down. We'll worry about it then. Yeah. It's well, right. You've reached a dead you. end with a can. Now. It, it, yeah. This is a dead <laughs> end now there. There's no more kicking. So w- yeah. we will see what happens. Do you think they get in though? if you're asking my head no if you're asking my heart yes um so i gotta go with what my head's saying and i think no i think baseball would much rather deal with the what if scenario than oh shit it happened yeah what do we do now because you like you said there it creates a whole other can of worms well pete rose needs to get in well shoeless jackson needs to get in well this guy needs to get in but then it just keeps on going and going and going and going and going it's the right thing to do to let them in but it's not going to happen I, I just don't see it i like you said when the votes that come out that haven't been revealed they're just going to take a huge bump down. yeah people get too excited now that's why i don't even want to talk i haven't really even been tweeting about it until the announcement it you're gonna they're losing percentages you're gonna lose percentages from when you get that reveal the, the, you're gonna get old codgers who are set in their ways and they're going to say, well, screw you. I'm going to screw you over again. And here's your bump down. Like that's just how it rolls. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's baseball. Yeah. And this is the sport that that I choose to cover. Yeah. I mean, that we could, instead of doing this show, we could just basically (laughs) simply logged on and say it is what it is. Cause (laughs) that's really what it is. It it is what it is. We we can't change anything. Uh, Honestly, even the people that have a vote have really no say because there's so many others that have it and it's just so chaotic and, and crazy. So it just really is what it is, but I don't feel bad. I don't think they're going to get in. I think it should be all or nothing. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. Even if you get them in, I don't think you're going to get the other guys in. So it's never going to be a perfect harmony of a, of a situation, but it really, yeah, it, it really just is what it is. And um, it'll, it'll be very, it'll be very, very interesting. What happens if they get in, what that's even like, if they do the, I mean, is Harry Reynolds going to call Bonds? Is he going to answer the phone? I mean, that, they, they, they do a whole thing where they're calling people. I don't even, he might even, he might even answer and be like, oh yeah. And then hang up the phone, like on live TV. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, all of, you just, you just, you just don't know what's going to happen here, but it really, yeah, it just, yeah. The, the last thing I would like to say, though, as you know, as we're in the media, we kind of love chaos. And if they do get in, it's going to be a lot of chaos. Yeah. And I think guys like us who don't particularly have a vote, but right. could see the chaos unravel. Yeah, it's a car are, crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't turn away. We're going to watch it. And we're going to laugh and have our popcorn ready, like uh, Terrell Owens said. Uh, you mentioned so a little T.O. shout out. <laughs> yeah, a little T.O. shout out. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Because if they get in, you're going to have Bob Costas is going to go on TV and say they shouldn't be in. I'm embarrassed by this. And then he's going to go on the stage. And probably they're, him and Bonds are going to just be verbally talking at each other. I mean, it's going <laughs> to yeah, I mean, it, be a whole, whole other can. Yeah. I feel like that has not been there before. And... Yeah, it's, I'm going to need a lot of popcorn. 
it's it's going to be get your popcorn ready, and then I got I'm going to need some refills. It's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I need some people trying to, and I will I will say anyone who's trying to book a hotel that didn't have that booked that wants to be part of that, probably you're out of luck because those it is it is insane. I, I we actually had to stay in Scranton. I literally we had to stay in Oof. Scranton and then drive a couple hours, and that hotel was booked a, like about a year in advance because I pretty much knew Griffey was getting in no matter what. It's just it's that yeah. hard to get hotels there. It is a yeah. gauntlet physically. Like if you're <laughs> if you're not in shape, I don't know how you could even go. It is unlike <laughs> the others. It is walking miles to go to a hill in the middle of nowhere. There's no other reason to go to Cooperstown unless you're doing this. There's definitely no reason you're not passing through anything, and and it's a journey. Generally, if you don't get a hotel in that area, you're looking at hours away to stay anywhere. So. <laughs> It is, it is, it is something else. It is an experience. It's like the world stop in 1950 there. You, you should get there at some point. It is a really cool once in a lifetime type experience. I, I you know, maybe we'll try to go back again someday. It, yeah. It's unparalleled. The other hall of fames, they have the museum. They're in areas that some are weird. Some make sense, but the entire area is for that. Like if you live mm-hmm. there, you're working at the hall of fame at a pharmacy, at a grocery store, or you're helping people park their car to go to like that's the entire economy that yeah. little area it's a town it is just for it it is really and apparently unlike anything yeah it's, yeah it's unlike anything else and there is a reason why it's there apparently it was trying to help the economy of the area way back but mm-hmm. it is like nothing nothing else it really is a baseball heavenly experience so that's why I do bring up all of these other things. That it, yeah. it is not just getting you in, okay, there's a plaque, we're done with this. There would be Experience. so much else going on yeah. unless they change from what they normally have been doing. They try to make it a whole baseball family. And like every other family, not everyone's going to get along in that family. And this would really be some some black sheep that would be coming to, to the family <laughs> dinner here. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but it is what it is. All right, man. Well, did you want me to wrap it up or did you want to wrap no, it you, up? How'd you want to? You can. I don't care. Okay. Well, Mike, I mean, we, we had a pretty damn long conversation about what seems to be uh, just a little group of people, not an entire yeah. team, just two or three people, it seems like. And I'm sure we could continue for hours upon hours. I know you're yeah. – uh, quite the hall of fame nerd as, as you like to put it. So I can admit that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got to wear that with a badge of honor. That's a badge of honor there, man. You, you can't, you can't. So I, wore, I wore my Griffey hall of fame. Shirt I saw that. I didn't want to say anything. I got, I got this when I was there. I honestly, and I wore this in other recent videos. So I didn't wear it. I thought about wearing the Seinfeld t-shirt that I have as well, just to kind of some like Kurt Schilling would do just to symbolize this whole conversation and this whole broadcast and the whole thing is, it's like a sitcom. It's, it's, it's a thing about nothing basically, <laughs> but I wore this. Yeah, I was there. So I had to wear yeah, this one. I can dig it, man. <laughs> um, but you know, did you have any final thoughts before we wrap this show up? Cause I think we've had a pretty damn good show here, man. Yeah. And honestly, I think, I, you know, we, we tried to keep it as short as we could, but it's so much to get, get into. I, I think, you know, yeah. we had to give it a good hour here, but it's damn near impossible to keep. It yeah. Straight. I think, again, it's just, it is what it is. I, yeah. I, there's nothing you can do. I think a lot of people have had their opinions change over the years. Mine have changed over the years. I think you can't ignore what happened. I, I think any, no one can be naive and anyone being naive, I think is lying to themselves that steroids were a part of the game. 
if it wasn't a help to you, people wouldn't have done it, even at the very least to stay healthy in your career, because the rumor for Bonds is right after that injury played 98 year, then it started to start. There's a lot of books of detail, a lot of things that have gone on. I've, I've read them, the juice book, game of shadows, etc. Yeah. You know, as much as people like to throw guys away the whole, though, I think the one person that maybe is a winner in all of this, and certainly he ruined his legacy in a way might be actually Jose Canseco, because it's the same thing. If I want to learn about who committed a murder in Los Angeles, in the 1970s, I, yeah, I would look it. into what Charles Manson has to say. He's a horrible yeah. person, but he probably knows that information. When when Jose Sonseco came out with that book, everyone tried to say well, he's just bitter, ignore him, get rid of him, doesn't matter. Yeah. On both sides of the coin, no, but he has been right on everything. You know, there's some vindication, which was the title of his second book. He has been vindicated in a way. If you're going to whistle blow, you got to be correct, and he has been. So no one's ever going to agree on this. I would like them. I would like it to be all or nothing. It's seemingly never going to be that it is just what it is. But I yeah. think regardless of who's in these hall of fames though, I know what happened. You know what happened in these games in, in these sports, people can look all this up. So you can make your own conclusions. And again, it's not like they're doing an all time rank to make someone feel better. Putting someone in the hall. There is no, you know, it's the, it, there is no rank anywhere. The hall, the Harold Baines is in the same room with Willie Mays, as crazy as that sounds. They don't have anything in stone that says this player is the best ever at this position. This player is yeah. the best ever at this, best ever at this. So there's nobody that has to, the whole thing of, oh, well, this would legitimize this ranking here or there. They, they don't do that. It's just putting you in or not putting you in. So it is a museum. It is hard to ignore things. But it is what it is, and it, it, I don't think it, – it's one of those things that's never going to truly be fixed, though. And I don't yeah. think the writers or the Hall of Fame itself, when they knew what was going on in the steroid era, and they allow things to get to a point where you are having a 98 season, you are having a man break a single-season record and then a few years later break the all-time homer record when he wasn't supposed to get to those numbers and wasn't on pace to do that. You are seeing ungodly things occur. You're seeing a guy like Sosa who couldn't make the major leagues hitting 60 home runs three years that others couldn't even do, and you're scratching your head, and baseball's voting these guys for MVPs and giving them their dap and doing these different things and then turning on them. That's hypocritical, but I don't think – I think they underestimated – how much of a problem this would be. And I think some still do underestimate. I don't think people realize that this steroid cloud has likely in all seriousness cost guys that were not steroid players, the hall of fame that otherwise would have got in. There's no, this, this has that, been yeah. an entire thing that has, it has affected many beyond even people that took steroids. And I don't, you know, so the whole goal of, of trying to punish Barry Bonds at the end of the day, you did, but you also punish Fred McGriff and others who were borderline candidates, maybe needed those votes. My last point, though, I will say as much as he will say, oh, I didn't want to be in or it doesn't matter to me because this has been said by some. Yeah. Barry Bonds once in the Hall of Fame. I yeah. will never believe any of these comments that oh, I don't really care or if they're going to be like this, it doesn't legitimize all of. I mean, they certainly that exists, but these guys do want in. Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds want in the Hall of Fame. So if they would finish out a percentage point out and then tweet, they didn't want in anyway, they are lying. They definitely would prefer to be in. <laughs> I will not yeah, be believing it. 
<laughs> no, no. I, everyone wants to get in, man. Everyone. It's, yeah, even though like, even you know, Kurt Schilling, right. even Kurt Schilling, he, he I think wants he secretly it. wants it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when you say you don't want to get in, it's kind of like you're hoping people believe what we believe and just vote them in anyways. Kind of like right. reverse psychology. But uh, it, it's 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 it, it's an insane scenario. It's an insane time of the year, especially last year for a couple guys. But Mike, this has been an incredible show, I think. And uh, it's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. So how I usually run things at the end is I like to give out uh, social so that way people can follow us on Twitter. Sure. Uh, so I'll start off with you, man. Where can people find you? So so at Mike Osti 11 at Mike asti11 on twitter you can find me and everything else i do just 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 go there obviously and i'm also you know we're gonna have this video here in pittsburgh sports live as well in baseball now so you can find me in all the other now network sites and then certainly on this channel as well and i'm there and i'll be talking about this and many other things as well maybe ask maybe ask random questions that have nothing to do with this maybe i'll bring some of that levity into this because this this is just going to be a very yeah it's going to be a stressful few days and this debate may rage on longer than the others because the can has been kicked to a point that it has now reached a brick wall so we we, we, (laughs) we, we, this can has nowhere else to go no no um but on my end for uh social medias i would appreciate a follow on twitter that's at murfanko m-u-r-p-h-a-n-k-o um i do a lot of tweeting uh that's where i spend most of my time if you ask uh my fiance she says i'm on there too much i get that too Um, yeah yeah. but you know it is it is what it is just like this conversation right um (laughs) i would also appreciate a follow on instagram uh getting a pretty big following uh there get a lot of connections with minor league players uh off of that so yeah. it would be at murfanko underscore experience murfanko spelled the same way as on twitter okay. uh and and yeah guys that's that's all we have for today um i really do hope uh that you like rate and subscribe to pittsburgh baseball now um, or the Murfanko experience, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of what it is, actually. Yeah, yeah that, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, but guys, we love you very, very much. Uh, and most importantly, let's go Bucks. Yeah.